0: Soda sort of pop. Give yourself a break, so you can kick it back like a couch potato, and life will have to wait till way, way later. Oh boy. So, the other day, I heard a loud shrieking voice with a deep, piercing after sound ringing through the house, mentioning my name. Yes, Mom. Where are you? I'm sitting on the front steps in front of the house. Our house is a house like many other houses. Doors, windows, and a roof. That kind of stuff. But what made our house unique was that we lived there. And the fact that it was green with red trim around the windows. The front door that I was sitting in front of was painted in that same color red. Except for the small round window in the door. That part was not painted red. Oh, there you are. Can you run to the store and buy some juice for all of us? My mom was holding the screen door as she talked to me sitting outside. I, by the way, hate those questions that are not really questions. Can you do such and such? Wasn't really a question. Because really she's telling me to do it. But I did not want to, so I told her. Uh, no mom, it will take me too long and dad will be back before that to take us all to the beach. And in case you were wondering, I don't want to miss out on the trip to the beach. Just take the shortcut through the woods and you'll have plenty of time. She was not giving up yet. So I kept up my defense as well by letting her know another good reason why I should not go get the juice. But mom, there are monsters in the forest. Monsters don't exist, honey, and you know that. I know that, kinda, but it does not always feel that way, and especially not when I'm in the forest by myself. She still kept pushing this. Just think positive, and you won't have a problem. How about you repeat to yourself, I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared at all, and you'll be fine. Here is a bag and some money for the juice. Get the one we always get. Now go, so you have plenty of time to get back before dad gets back. I did as my mother told me and got myself ready to go out to the store. I sat on the front porch to put my blue sneakers on. My blue sneakers happened to be the fastest sneakers I had, just in case I had to run from any monsters. Though No matter how fast I was, it would probably do me no good going against a big, ugly monster. I started to think to myself, well, it has been a nice life. Too bad it had to come to an end like this. Eaten by monsters. On my grave, it would say, He was a nice boy. Most of the time. But they'd have to cross out the last part, and they'd replace it with, Some of the time. I won't take it personal. I know what I've been up to. But the message on the gravestone would continue. He was eaten by a monster, and he fought really hard. But they would have to cross that last part out as well, and it would end up saying, actually, he was just trying to hide behind a tree while crying for his mama. That would not sound so good. If I'd have the chance to come back to Earth for another lifetime, I might have to say no, because I'd be too ashamed. I could go and see if Johnny was home, but I already knew they were away for the day. Shucks, I had to face my certain death all by myself. I started to walk and soon I entered the woods, but you wouldn't have known it unless you looked really closely. I was hiding behind that one tree with the green leaves and the brown bark, breathing super quietly. I was trying hard to make sure the monsters didn't know I was in the forest. I made myself near invisible. I grabbed a good-sized branch with lots of leaves on it and I held it in front of me while I carefully walked through the forest. I also tiptoed to make sure I would not make any noises either. I could not help but still be scared and decided to follow my mother's advice by repeating to myself, I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared at all. I made sure to use the softest whisper voice in the entire world, just to be safe. I felt like I was doing pretty well and I was rapidly making good distance through these woods. That was until that one moment when I paid a little less attention and stepped on a dry branch and it snapped. Snapper to crack! My heart jumped into my throat and I closed my eyes hoping that I could somehow block out what was sure enough about to happen. I think I even put one arm over my head to cover it in case the world started coming down on me. I know it doesn't make any sense, but I did. And I did it because I was scared. So there, now you know. I was still scared of monsters, and I should have known better by now that there really are no such things as monsters. I've heard it a million times, but I still have a hard time believing it. Okay, let's try one more time. Monsters are not real, monsters are not real, monsters are not real, but no such luck. A second later, I heard a terrible screaming roar from deeper in the woods, and it seemed to be approaching in my direction rapidly. I opened my fearful eyes, and in the distance, I witnessed a scary-looking purple monster with yellow flame-like looking stripes running around. The most scariest part of that was that it was running in my direction. His head was especially big, even compared to his already big body. It frightened me greatly. So, I did not hesitate for one second. I turned around to head back out of the woods. But I was by far not fast enough for this giant and fast monster. In what seemed like a split second, the monster was right behind me which scared me so much I couldn't concentrate on running so well anymore. And I tripped, and then I fell, and then I landed. Once on the ground, I curled up to make myself as small as I could to protect myself from what this monster was about to do to me. I could hear the monster come to a stop right next to me. I could hear his rapid breathing because he was standing right there. And then he made my bones shake when he screamed, Raaaaah! And he did it again. I could even feel the monster's breath on me. I could smell it too. It was worse than whenever my dad had just used the bathroom. I could sense that this monster was getting ready to eat me any second now. And unfortunately, I was right. The monster started on my shoulder. He started off gently by just feeling and tapping my shoulder to feel how juicy the meat there was with one of his long nails. And then the monster said, Excuse me. But I was too scared to move or say anything. The monster did not mind and went right ahead with his plan. Excuse me, but would you happen to know a dentist around here? I have a terrible toothache and have been running around screaming like a madman this entire morning. Please help, because I'm in so much pain. Well, I didn't know a dentist. My neighbor, a couple of houses down the street, happened to be a dentist. But I was not going to fall for that old trick. As soon as I would move, the monster would jump me and devour me like a candy bar. So I stayed still on the ground and did not move, hoping that the monster would move far, far away from me and leave me here by myself. Hopefully still alive. But he wasn't done with me yet. He continued, Could you help me out? I really am in a lot of pain. And he finished up with a long, drawn-out moan. I looked up and noticed this nasty monster with his big yellow eyes and tiny ears was holding his hand on his left cheek. It really looked like he was in a lot of pain. And also... I had moved a little, but he had not jumped me or devoured me yet. So maybe this monster was speaking the truth. Though it was probably not a good idea, I still decided to give this monster directions on how to find my neighbor, the dentist. My neighbor is a dentist, and he lives right there. Here, I pointed in the direction where I had come from. Next, I mentioned my street name, but he said he could not read, so I explained it differently. Look for a white house with red trim. You can't miss it. It's small and pretty cute. There you turn right. Your right is opposite of your left. I held up my right arm. But he standing in front of me lifted up his left arm. So I told him, your other right arm. He switched holding up the other arm and I continued. Good. You turn right and the fourth house down the block on your right Is a light yellow house. That's the house you're looking for. It's really big. You'll be able to see it as soon as you turn the corner. Ring the doorbell and tell them that I send you and you might even get a discount. I mentioned my name here a couple of times to make sure he would not forget it. Oh boy, was this monster grateful. If it wasn't for the pain, this monster would still be saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. This very moment. I was pretty grateful myself, I must say. Just think about it. If that monster had not had a toothache, I would have been dead by now. But instead, he gave me a hand and pulled me up. And then he gave me a big hug. His fur was really soft, so it was kind of nice to get a hug from him. I could have never imagined a monster would be nice to hug. I waved goodbye and the monster did the same as we started to walk in different directions. That was a close call, and I was determined to not let it happen again. I made sure to keep my cover up and to not make any more noises whatsoever. Except for whispering super softly, I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared at all. Though I was saying this to myself, I did not really believe it at all because I was still shaking like a leaf. Also, I knew I was still scared, because every time I heard some kind of a little sound somewhere, I wanted to scream so bad. But I didn't, because otherwise the monsters would definitely know some fresh meat was in the forest. To give you an example of things that scare me, it could be as simple as a bird singing, something I hear at least 200 times a day. But now it made me want to jump out of my skin and pretend I wasn't alive. A butterfly flew by and it scared me as much as when you would see a tiger coming towards you in your living room. I must say I did feel a little more confident now that I had been able to shake off that monster with the toothache. At least now I wouldn't die of a heart attack just from fearing something horrible might happen. This would not look good on my grave either if it had to say the following. He was a nice boy, and he could have had a long and happy life if it wasn't for him dying of fear for no good reason. Yes, he was afraid he was going to be attacked by a monster, but it turned out all the monsters were away watching a basketball game. And so, he gave himself a heart attack for no good reason. Let's try to avoid that. It was time for me to focus. I had to stay on tiptoes and keep this branch that I had in my hand in front of me. It had a thick set of leaves on it and I hoped it would work as a good disguise. I also made sure I was still quiet as a mouse. Though I was making great distance, I was starting to feel worse. I had the feeling something bad was about to happen. Have you ever had that happen to you? Where you know something is about to happen? Well, for me... Most of the time, I'd feel it in the back of my neck. This feeling became so strong, I decided to hide behind a tree. I now had the tree on one side of me and my branch on the other side. As I was crouched on the floor, no way anyone could ever find me. That is what I was hoping for anyway. It turned out my intuition was right. As soon as I had created my hiding spot, something very sad, bad, scary, and horrible happened. It started off with some seriously desperate cries that I could hear from far, far away in the forest. But unfortunately for me, they were getting closer and closer to where I was. I could hear that one was a monster and it sounded like the other was a boy. The voice that I thought was a boy sounded very scared to me. He was yelling, No! you're not going to get me, and stuff like that. I decided to stay put and not move a muscle. About five seconds later, from my left side, I saw them coming. First the boy, in his blue shorts, yellow shirt, and black sneakers. He was blonde, and he looked like he was a year or two older than me. Well, I sure hoped those sneakers were fast enough to keep that monster off his back. The monster that was following him was at least four times bigger than the kid. He was green and hairy from head to toe. And he had super big and strong arms and legs. I would not want to wrestle with this guy. This boy had about eight feet distance between him and the monster. And by the way he ran, I had the feeling he was probably getting a little tired. When he got to the tree next to mine, which was a pretty big and fat oak tree, the kid decided to run loops around it. I could see this was a good idea because the kid had an easier time maneuvering around the tree and this way he was able to create a bigger distance between him and the monster. I could also see that it was a bad idea because this meant they were staying close to me which raised the chances of me getting discovered just like this poor boy. And I was not looking forward to running through the forest with a monster running right behind me trying to eat me all gone and stuff. Oh, but what happened now? The monster stopped running and turned around, waiting for the boy to come around the tree again. That monster had figured out that it'd be easier to turn towards the direction the boy was coming from, instead of trying to follow him. It only took a second for the boy to come around the corner of the tree where the monster was waiting to take him into his arms. The boy tried to sidestep the monster, but it was too late, He was too close to the monster already, who immediately pounced on him. The monster tackled him, and now he pinned him down on the ground, surrounded by dead leaves. This was too much for me. I merely ran away from my hiding place and did not look back. I did not want to witness any of what was about to happen to this poor boy. Seeing him get eaten by a monster does not sound like something my stomach could put up with. I'd have to be way more brave than I actually was. Mentioning the word brave, maybe I should have come to the rescue of this poor boy. I must say, I'm sorry for this poor boy that I was too scared and just ran away. I did not even look back. This boy had to fight for his life by himself, which was impossible because this monster probably crushed him in a second. So, I ran as fast as I could. And while I did, I kept my ears wide open to hear if anybody was following me. I was lucky. The monster was probably too busy eating up the other boy. Though when he saw me, he might have been tempted to go after me as well. But he was smart enough to hold on to what he had and not try and chase me as well. This other kid was bigger anyway and made a way bigger meal than I ever would. I got out of breath soon and slowed down. I swore to myself, if I'd make it out of this forest alive, I would become such a good boy. I'd even remember to say please every time I asked for something. And I would start to listen to my parents and say nice things to my sister. I would do my homework on time, and I would help older ladies cross the street whenever I'd seen one. Because that's how grateful I'd be. But first, I needed to get to the other side of the forest and back I was getting close to the other side of the forest and was feeling a little hopeful of being able to get there alive. I took a moment to listen and things were very quiet. I took a deep breath, feeling relieved. This lasted for about one second because I started realizing that things were too quiet. And before I knew it, I was all stressed and worried again. Shucks, the posy. I slowed down my steps and made sure I held the branch full of leaves, close to my body, hoping to look like, I guess I was trying to look like a bush. I was just praying that the branch would keep me undercover well enough. I knew that in a past life I must have been a ninja, but I always did a much better job remembering that I had ninja powers when I was playing at home with a friend. And not so much when I was out by myself in a dark forest that had a bunch of monsters running around. I was not really a scaredy cat like this normally. Just right now. But like I said, things had gotten quiet in the forest. I did not even hear any birds anymore either. It had just gotten super quiet. Too quiet. Something is probably about to happen right now. Okay. I was sure I was going to die. That was it. Death was waiting for me around the corner. Or maybe I should say, behind one of those trees. Could anybody let my parents know I love them? And if they could even say the same to my sister, that would be awesome. While you were at it, could you be so kind to make sure Johnny gets all my toys? That way he won't miss me so much. It was nice to know you all, and I hope you have a better ending to your life than what I'm about to experience. If anything... You should practice your ninja moves all the time so you can take a monster out if you need to. Farewell. Bye-bye. I came to a clearing, but I was still hiding behind a tree. I was in absolute shock of what I saw there. Are any of you like me and you get scared sometimes? If you want, I can just stop here and not tell the rest of the story. I understand, I get scared sometimes as well, even from stories. Most of you are probably a bit scared at the moment, and I should probably stop right here. Oh, what was that? There are a couple of you that are brave enough to hear the rest of the story. Okay, I'll continue the story, but for all of you that are too scared, just cover your ears so you won't hear any of the scary stuff. I know I will. I will continue telling the story, but I will keep my ears covered so I don't have to hear the real scary stuff again. The case was, there was a big gathering of monsters in that clearing. There were at least a thousand monsters gathered around this big stage. There were monsters in so many bright colors here, it looked like a tie-dye festival. Green, purple, yellow, orange. You name the color, and it was here. You say gold? It was there. You say gold with purple stripes? It was there. Gold with purple dots? Yep, there was at least one there with those colors. I knew I had to get out of there as fast as I could, but I was too curious about what was going on. So I stuck around. I knew it was a big mistake, but, well, I hoped it was not the first mistake I had made that day so another one wouldn't hurt. I think at that point I had already given up on getting out of here alive. So I might as well enjoy it. I made sure I was keeping myself small and I kept an eye out at the same time. The monsters started applauding so I figured the show was about to start and I got myself ready for what was to come. First they brought a bed onto the stage and next one of the monsters climbed under the bed. The stage was cleared and music started to play. It was a bedtime lullaby that was playing. It took a moment before anything happened but then a boy walked onto the stage. He looked very sleepy. He was yawning and stretching himself like he was ready for bed. I saw him walk towards the bed and I took a deep breath because I was about to scream out to him not to do it. But right before I did it, I remembered where I was. I was in the middle of a forest with about a thousand monsters in eyesight. I figured it would be a good idea if I'd kept myself quiet and made sure I did not get discovered. The boy was getting real close to the bed now and I was getting myself ready to turn my head away from what awful things might happen any second now. The boy lay down on the bed but nothing happened, not yet anyway, except for the fact all the monsters started laughing. I started thinking to myself, did that boy not see there were a thousand monsters watching him and that this bed was probably not the safest place to go to sleep? Maybe this boy was not very smart, or maybe he was just too trusting. Like, one of the monsters told him, You'll be fine, don't worry. You feel a little tired? I know just the bed for you. Come with me, and I'll show you. I even have some superhero pajamas for you. I noticed all of a sudden it got a lot darker where I was standing, so I looked around to see if the clouds had come in front of the sun. A beach day with my family without any sunshine would not be the same. But not to worry, it turned out there were no clouds in front of the sun. It was just that giant of a monster that was standing behind me. He looked just like the monster that had been chasing the kid I had seen getting caught earlier in the forest. The monsters in the audience were laughing again, but I will never find out what they laughed about because I was too busy looking this giant of a monster in the eye while he was looking straight at me. I swallowed, but it was the hardest thing I had ever done. It felt like I was swallowing a whole good-sized sweet potato, yet I had nothing in my mouth. It was weird. While still looking at this monster, waiting for it to put its big paws on my neck, I heard this boy's voice. I looked down and there was the boy that I had seen getting chased earlier. To say I was surprised to see him still alive would be understating it by quite a bit. The boy said, Did I not see you run away in the forest like something was chasing you when we were playing tag there? I stumbled over my words when I said the following. You... 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 Were... Playing... T- tag b- 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 uh, m- monster The boy said Oh sorry I didn't know you stuttered I thought I'd explain that I didn't I did don't stutter He looked a little confused, which made sense. I never stutter, but at that moment, I was so nervous, I could not help myself. Steve, here the boy looked up at the monster, so I could only assume that was the monster's name. Was a little disappointed you ran away, because he was hoping to have someone else to play tag with. At that moment, I had to swallow again, and just like the last time, it felt like I had to swallow a whole potato when my mouth was actually totally empty. It started to dawn on me that I do this whenever I'm really scared about something. There must be a connection there. Now the question remained, was I scared? No, I was not scared. I was really, really, really scared. I could feel it in my knees. They were shaking. But no matter what, I was trying to act cool. I was trying to come across like I hang out with monsters all the time and that I have never been scared of any of them. So I responded to the mention of playing tag with a monster by saying, Oh, it's one of those words that make you not stutter so much because it is nice and short. I was glad I was at least able to say that word from beginning to end without getting caught up. Phew. I looked up to the monster who had not said anything yet. My thought was, He was trying to figure out my weak spots before he was going to attack me. But before I could really focus on my self-defense for when the monster would attack me, the kid started talking again. He said, You want to come see the play? It's really good, and it's so funny. It's probably the funniest play I've ever seen. The play is about a little boy who is still scared of monsters. We heard the crowd laugh again. This time, it was probably the loudest laugh so far. All three of us looked over to see why the laughter was so loud. What I saw was that the boy was laying on the bed and the monster underneath the bed would occasionally reach up and touch the boy's foot. And every time, the boy would pull his foot away while still fast asleep. The monster crowd loved it. And every time the monster would touch the boy's foot, they would roar with laughter. The boy, who was with me, continued to explain. The boy on stage is actually a smaller monster dressed up as a boy. Monsters know about us humans and how scared we get of monsters. So what they do is, they put on little plays about how scared we are. I started answering the question. What I wanted to say was this quick excuse that I quickly came up with. It went like this. Yesterday I saw a play, so I don't feel like seeing a, another one today. But all I ended up saying was, "Ye ye ye yes." I was still scared, and it made me still stutter. The boy and the monster thought I was saying yes instead of waiting a couple of minutes for me to finish the first word of my sentence. Yesterday, they started to walk towards the stage. When they looked around to see if I was following them, I was no longer there. I had dropped the branch and made sure to run away from those monsters as fast as I could. I looked around once or twice to see if anyone was following me. I was lucky because I'm super fast and they probably realized they would never be able to catch up with me. I kept running till I was out of the forest and did not stop till I was in the store where I had to get the orange juice. But that day turned out to be quite the adventuresome day altogether. I thought walking into the grocery store would make me feel safe. But as soon as I walked into the store, the lady behind the counter yelled, Ah! A ghost! I quickly looked behind me because she was looking in my direction. I looked in every direction, but I did not see any ghosts. I was not sure what was better. Knowing there is a ghost, but I'm not seeing it. Or knowing there is a ghost and seeing it. Either way, I was not seeing it, and I asked her, Where's the ghost, ma'am? She screamed. Don't be a tricky ghost. I know it's you. I explained myself. I'm not a ghost. I'm just here to pick up some orange juice. But on the way over, I had to walk through the forest and I was being chased by some monsters, so might look a little pale because I'm scared of monsters. The lady thought for a moment and said, Well, I hope you don't have any of them following you. Did you at least close the door? She saw me double check. The orange juice is in the cooler over there. She pointed me in the right direction. When I went up to the counter to pay for the OJ, the lady told me, I'm sorry you got chased by monsters. I don't like monsters either. But if anything scares me, it's ghosts. I've never seen one, but the idea just scares me. I paid her the money my mom had given me and stepped out of the store. I took a deep breath and ran all the way home. I did not see any monsters and made sure to avoid the area where the performance was happening. When I got back to my street, I saw my father drive the car into the driveway at our house. I am so happy to see him because if any other monsters show up, my father will protect me. You hear many kids say that their father is the strongest papa in the world. Well, my papa is actually the strongest papa in the world. Although I'm totally out of breath and exhausted, I get a second wind from seeing my father and I'm able to still run the last little bit. My father gets out of the car while I get there. But before I can say anything, he asks me, Why the orange juice? I thought to myself, Great, now I can tell him the whole story. Mom asked me to go pick some up at the store so we would have some for the trip. And do you know what happened on the way over? But my dad interrupted me by saying, But I picked up two bottles of orange juice on the way back. I understood what he said, but I could not believe what my ears were telling me. If this was true, then all what had just happened that day had happened for... for... for nothing? My dad walked to the trunk of the car and opened it, and there I saw an open box that had two bottles of orange juice in it. My dad says, We can just leave your orange juice in the fridge here, and hopefully it'll still be good when we come back from our trip. That is the last thing I remember. What I hear from my parents is that I fainted right there on the spot. Fortunately for me, I fell sideways against the trash can. I guess my stress levels from the whole day just kind of caught up with me. Right when my face hit the big, great plastic trash container. I was fine. I didn't get hurt or anything. But my parents did make me have a shower. They said I stank too much from rolling around with the trash container. The end, the end of the story, the end. But there's more, oh, much more to come. So it's the end, but, you know, not the end, the end, the end, okay, I'll be right there, mom.